0: Hey, Augie. Good morning, Nia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I, I'm good, uh, in, in part, uh, listeners. Um, we are doing another in the news episode. Yeah.
1: We're not going to get to regular episodes because people keep being interesting in the news, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, this is, uh, I'm like, okay, but we, we'd like to record on some stuff we actually thought about recording, but apparently not. Y'all keep doing interesting things because this week, oh. well, this week when we're recording, recording. COTUS came out and said basically, yeah, we had a leak, but we don't know how, we don't know why, we don't know where, we don't know from whom, we don't know what's really happening at all. And I'm like, Okay, uh <laughs> what kind of investigation is that? And then I realized it's more nuanced than that, isn't it? There's uh, uh, it's not just, uh, but which which would have been a really short report, right? Uh and then
0: Yeah, I mean, because so uh listeners, what Nia's uh referencing um is um uh, on thursday january nineteenth uh the marshal of the united states supreme court um uh, uh, uh a per, uh, a woman by the name of gail curly okay and, and by the way uh the marshal for most americans the marshal at the supreme court is the person who says oh yes oh yes oh yes okay you know the the story oh, yes? yes oh yes oh yeah Oye, Oyez, yes, i have heard it pronounced two different ways. Really,
1: I've never heard the yes. z pronounced, or the okay. zed, as they say in England.
0: Z- z, right? <laughs> okay. So uh,
1: that's the person who starts the court. Oyez, stand up, because the yes. judges are about to come in.
0: Yes. And then okay. once they
1: sit down, they they they're the ones who say, "All right, y'all can sit down now." Yes. Except they say, "Please be seated," but whatever. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, uh, uh, Gail Curley, um, uh, um. Uh, submitted. Um, uh, is is that person uh, an, a, a
1: lawyer? Are they a cop? Are they?
0: Uh, well, uh, typically uh, they are uh, uh, an attorney. Um, okay. And, and in a previous life, Gail Curley was a former uh, army attorney. Uh, she worked oh, in the okay. JAG Corps. Um,
1: All right. So military experience and legal experience. Yeah. Okay. She,
0: you know, I mean, she checked a lot of the boxes, right? I mean, she was very well qualified. Okay. However, um, she, uh, uh, on January 19th, issued a 20-page report um, um, reporting um, uh, on the uh, leak of the draft Dobbs case majority opinion.
1: Right. And this, for anybody who um, was living under a rock a couple of years ago when this (laughs) came out, (laughs) <laughs> so uh Dobbs um was the Dobbs v. Jackson, which was when um uh the SCOTUS basically overturned Roe v. Wade, right? It basically overturns the the constitutional right to an abortion.
0: That's right. Okay. In
1: in the rough and that is boy the roughest summary of that that there could be, because it's more nuanced than that and it's more involved, and you should go read the case. But the leak in, is that the draft in, opinion came out way before yeah. it actually was released because somebody leaked it to the press,
0: yeah, so uh what happened um um was on and, and again, if you were living under a rock, okay, you were <laughs> overseas, okay, you know you were in you know some island nation finding yourself, okay. Last May, May of uh, uh, May 2nd, 2022, uh, Politico published a copy of the draft majority opinion, which was uh, written by Justice Sam Alita. OK? Um, and as Nina pointed out, this was the case where a Mississippi law prohibiting abortions after the 15th week of a woman's pregnancy. Uh, The Supreme Court ultimately went ahead and said the Mississippi law, okay, uh, did not violate a woman's right to choose because, according to the Supreme Court, the federal constitution doesn't protect, okay, a woman's right to choose, right? Right. Now, the next day after Politico published the draft majority opinion,
1: all heck broke, broke loose. Broke
0: loose, right. Because
1: we don't know the justices opinions until they are published like that's not they don't normally release a draft there's not normally sort of public comment. They don't care about any of that they release it as a done deal, when it's done and signed and then when all of the concurrences and dissents are done and signed, like all of that comes out as one package. Yes, and when they say and we're done with this case, and then they move on.
0: Yeah, so they you know the, the, the attitude they don't them,
1: dribble drabble this out. They don't no, say, I was thinking it. about saying this in my draft. What do you guys think? Like they don't do that.
0: Yeah, and the justices don't hold press conferences saying, Hey, we're almost done with dogs. No, they just <laughs> go they just <laughs> spring it right. on the one public. Day,
1: one day they just release it and ta-da, it's done.
0: Yes, right. Okay. So so the, the next th-
1: day, I'm sure, well, I'm sure that night,
0: Chief oh, Justice
1: J. Rob. What, yeah. Called Politico and was like, are you insane? Why would you publish something like that? Why would you put that out there? It, you know, it's a draft. We don't even know if that's going to be the final version, blah, 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 blah. The, the,
0: the votes could change, but Roberts the next day first acknowledged that the draft opinion published in Politico was was actually authentic
1: was real, right, because that's what the first question was. Somebody could have just written it and said, yeah, I'm Sam Alito, and this is what I'm going to say, right, like, because
0: yeah, I mean, we live in a world
1: of deep fakes at this
0: point. Yeah, yeah, and Alito's been on the court, you know, since the Bush 43 administration. Okay, truth be told, and I even joked with my students about this, I could probably write a draft opinion that reads a lot like Sam Alito's opinions, right. right?
1: And there are people there are people who have such distinctive writing styles that if yes. you could mimic it, yes. you could fake one.
0: But then let's Rob- not tell
1: AI that. But yeah,
0: yeah, because <laughs> that's a whole separate issue. That yeah, we'll do in the
1: news at some point. Sure. Yeah, that's
0: a different podcast episode. Yep. But, but Roberts that day also announced that instead of outsourcing. An investigation into who leaked the report, the marshal of the Supreme Court would lead the investigation.
1: Which in some instances makes sense, right? Because that's a person who knows all the players. Yes. They have access to uh, to personnel. They have access to records and all kinds of stuff that an outside investigator would have to ask for and try to arrange. Now, and, and, the bad and, 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 side of that is that that's you investigating your own
0: Yes. Which
1: looks a little sketchy from the outside. I don't know. It's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag,
0: right? I mean, because, you know, and I've seen plenty of commentary on that issue. Why did the Supreme Court not outsource the investigation? Okay, you know, you mentioned one of the pros and one of the cons. I mean, there are others. I mean, as, as some commentators have pointed out, the likely, if you will, um, uh, uh, executive branch agency who would have led an investigation would have been the FBI, but the FBI's reputation in the last you know roughly you know five six seven years, okay, um, is has taken a hit. I mean, let, let, right. let let's be fair, right? right. Okay. Um, also, um, you know, <clears throat> you're talking about separation of powers. I mean, and if there is one chief justice in my lifetime who has been concerned about the Supreme Court institutionally, it's John Roberts. John Roberts, okay, would 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 rather have Root Canal without the local, <laughs> okay, than to have outsiders come into his blessed, cherished court. And okay. delve into the, the, all the dirty laundry that could be found.
1: Because let's not make any mistake here, listeners. The Supreme Court is Peyton Place. There mm. are There's drama left and right. There are people who don't like each other. There are people who don't want to work with each other. And these that's because there are nine people with very strong personalities who have a very inflated sense of self. Yes. Um, for whatever reason and they have to work together there is i can see where he would not want to bring even another person into that mix right where he's trying to to but i also see from the critic's point of view how can you investigate yourself you're never going to find yourself guilty of something yeah right you're unless you have a huge guilt complex you're you're not going to be saying oh well i'm the worst person on earth like it's just never going to you know
0: and and this was landmark right i mean this was highly unusual i mean we discussed this the leak yeah i mean the leak was unusual as we discussed in a previous podcast episode there have been only a couple other times and both of those times okay uh the, the headline okay basically got obliterated because of other you know, political events that were occurring. You know that day. Yeah, right? this
1: just happened to hit at the right moment where yeah. it was the giant splash. It was the and. and how, yeah, go ahead. How long is this report? Is this uh, report a thing that people are going to spend days and months and years reading? Uh, like yeah, the commit, like the nine eleven commission <laughs> report. <laughs> that that requires some serious time devotion. It's yeah, a I thousand. Mean, it's better than a thousand pages.
0: Yeah, you need a lot of energy and commitment to read chocolate me. yes yeah or in my case a whole bunch of coffee right, right? okay and, and, and in and, some and, of
1: our colleagues case some scotch
0: yes to get right? through the
1: 9-11 report and some other reports that are quite large is it like that or is it a, no it's
0: only 20 pages
1: oh okay it, it, it,
0: only 20 a relatively
1: pages. quick read
0: yes and, and for in and the main reason why is Curley concluded that they didn't know who leaked to the draft <laughs> They spent eight and a half months only to conclude they didn't know who leaked it. Really? So they
1: can't close this case?
0: No. In fact, (gasps) there is language in the report that said that the investigation, and you want to talk about this getting buried, there is language in the report that said the investigation is still ongoing. (laughs) Oh. But, I mean, the the But if they
1: haven't figured it out by now, well, rather- Either they haven't figured it out or they're not going to tell.
0: Yeah. I mean, because right? I mean, that, that's sure. the
1: other possibility is that is that they're is that they have a strong suspicion, but they can't prove it. Yeah. So they're not going to tell who that person is because you don't want to destroy somebody's reputation if you can't prove. And if you're a JAG officer, you're going to want proof,
0: like absolute proof yeah. that the person did it. I mean, and in, 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 in you talk about um, standard of evidence. Curley made it very clear that, you know, the preponderance of the evidence, you know, suggested, okay, a number of problems with the courts handling of sensitive material, okay, some of the behavior of the clerks that we will get into in just a few moments, okay, was problematic. But, you know, the, the money quote, okay, in the report is, no one confessed to publicly disclosing the document, and none of the available forensic and other evidence provided a basis for identifying any individual as the source of the document. Now, that so sense does not, have, yeah, go ahead, Nan.
1: I have two questions. Yeah. One, how many people did they talk to?
0: Uh, almost 100 uh, uh, employees of the court.
1: Okay, so they talked to everybody.
0: Oh, yeah. Basically. Yes. Yeah.
1: So they asked everybody, did you leak it? No. Do you know who leaked it? No. No. Right? Yeah. Okay. And and also, could it have been an outside job?
0: Well, according to the report, okay, uh, the marshal's office has concluded that there is no forensic evidence to suggest uh, uh, that there was an outside hacker.
1: So they talked to everybody. Everybody said, I didn't do it. Somebody's lying because somebody inside did it, right? Because they yes. know it's not I mean, an outside yes. job. Yeah. So, so whoever's lying is stone cold chill in their ability oh. to lie. They <laughs> yeah. sat across from her and went, nope, I didn't yes. do it, even though they are totally guilty.
0: Yes. And, and moreover, okay. Curley then got approval from Chief Justice Roberts to have Michael Chertoff. And for listeners who may not be familiar with that name, Michael Chertoff was a former judge who served as the second Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security during the Bush 43 administration. Chertoff reviewed the entire ves- investigation and said he was unable to identify anything that Curley and her team should have done differently or additionally as part of their investigation.
1: Okay. okay. Michael Chertoff is a,
0: oh, wasn't he like right. a
1: judge or a?
0: He was a former appeals something. court judge.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's. He
0: gave he up would've... his appeals court position to be the Bush 43's second secretary of the department of homeland security so he member.
1: he would have known if there oh, yes. was a problem with the investigation oh looks like you forgot to talk to
0: you know blah blah bloody, blah, 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 blah person
1: yeah. he would have caught that okay yeah. i feel yeah. pretty good about Chertoff's um, organizational ability his yeah. ability to look at a, a an investigation and say it, no you and, and you crossed whole, all the you know and t- before he was
0: a judge needed, he was a prosecutor. So okay so he yeah, would have been so used to
1: sifting through evidence Evidence, and, yeah
0: right okay but there were some other findings you you ready for the other findings I am because, I just
1: think it's funny that somebody out there is like nope when they absolutely so, did it
0: okay so as i mentioned um uh, uh curley and her team um interviewed uh nearly 100 people all right uh over 80 of them had direct access to the draft opinion
1: well now why do 80 people have direct access to a draft
0: and that, opinion? And, and that is one of the points that curly went ahead and said
1: that's way too
0: loose court the curly uh uh, uh that's one of her findings curly went ahead and said the court's going to have to go ahead and tighten up who <laughs> has access okay yeah. to yeah. draft opinions yeah okay? you
1: shouldn't be handing it to the janitor and saying what do you think about reading this Yes. Like, I'm, I'm not saying the janitor couldn't read it. At the Supreme Court, the janitor can read a, a case better than I can, I'm sure. Um, but uh, really? Okay. Yes. 80 people is a ridiculous amount.
0: Yes. Now, of the 100 people interviewed, nine of them in, were the justices. Now, everybody else but the Oh, I would have loved to have been room. in the room. I would have loved to have been on the other side of a two-way, you know, glass or mirror. Yes, watching okay.
1: that discussion happen. Okay. Anyway,
0: okay. Augie and
1: I are both excited by the idea of anybody getting to ask the justices questions that might make them uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> Did you talk about the uh, uh, um, uh, initial vote to right. your spouse, Justice so-and-so? I ain't talking to you about what I said to my spouse. I, I'm not telling <laughs> you
1: anything. I'm a Supreme Court justice. I am no. filled with snoot. Right? I am very snooty.
0: Now, but in this, in this becomes uh, apparently, according to a number of media accounts, this became a significant issue because every other uh, person who was interviewed had to swear an affidavit that they were telling the truth and that they did not disclose the draft opinion in the Dobbs case. The justices, okay, did not have to, okay, um, uh, uh, sign such an affidavit. In other words, Hurley just had conversations with the justices, whereas all the other court personnel basically were interrogated as though. They were criminals. Yes, they were suspects. And this can I can is, yeah. I
1: sound? I, can I say that that makes it sound like the one of the justices is the one that did it?
0: Why do you say that?
1: Because if everybody else had to sign something saying they didn't do it, and every single person who works at the Supreme Court is a lawyer, they would know that if they sign that and they're ever caught, and if they're ever found out to have been the one that's it for your bar that's it for your license that's it for your bar you're done
0: yeah you're you, just barred. you will never yeah. be
1: an yeah. attorney again you will never be a judge you will never be anything you're yeah. finished so signing that piece of paper is is the same as saying i am not committing perjury
0: like you're now i the, don't know that would that's one explanation that to me maybe i i give too much credit to uh, computer hackers, but I mean, some of the 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 you know the stories that I have read about how hackers have been able to go ahead and hack into you know some of the most secure computer systems. Okay, because 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 and the reason what what I'm saying here is, by all accounts, the Supreme Court's computer system, according to Curly in her report, okay is like two clicks, okay, beyond current, right? It may have been, you know, state of the art, maybe in the early part of this millennium, but it isn't anymore, right? So I'm still a little skeptical that Curly was correct in saying, okay, there's, you know, there were there were there wasn't an outside hacker. Okay. Uh, you know, though, really,
1: and we're gonna um uh listeners get a treat this week because you get two more in the news is because we're also gonna follow up with a a little bit of um further news about classified documents.
0: And present apparently
1: yeah documents are just laying around all over washington and you can just happen across it. i mean who knows that alito was not sitting with a paper draft in a starbucks somewhere
0: <laughs> yeah barking or...
1: through it in print because you know he's that kind of guy right print it out and let me edit it with a red well, sure. pen
0: yes yeah, yeah and then
1: and then got up and left or got up and went to the bathroom and somebody sat down and took pictures of it or you know what i mean like and i'm not suggesting that Okay, Sam Alito I mean, is any worse than anybody else. I'm just saying well, 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 at this point, I'm not sure that that you'd have to really hack all that hard. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah, you.
0: In, in Curley's report points to that, right?
1: If, a, if 80 people have access to something.
0: Yes, right. That's and, a
1: really hard.
0: And even if their motive was not nefarious. Right. Okay. It's just out there and they understood the importance of the case. I mean, it was a landmark ruling, right? But, you know, think about it. All nine chambers had access. Right. Right. And there's yeah. a whole
1: bunch of clerks in each chamber.
0: There's yeah, four clerks in each chamber, so that's 36 plus nine justices is 45, right? That, then you that alone. Then you've got support staff right? Okay, for each of the justices, right?
1: And then you actually do have stuff like the, the cleaning staff and the um, maintenance staff and the IT staff, right, who all keep a, bus- a, a business or a, a concern going.
0: And, and then, I mean, it could
1: have been in the garbage can for all we know. Who knows?
0: As Curly went ahead and pointed out, during the pandemic, okay, you had the justices working from home. Like many of us, right? right? And not all of their computers, okay, that they used at home were on the court's secure network. Ah, a la yeah.
1: um, Secretary of State Clinton and her email
0: server. That's right. Then she went ahead and pointed out that not all of the printers being used in the Supreme Court chambers are actually connected to the court's computer system so they couldn't even track okay who printed what on some <laughs> of the printers
1: okay. <laughs> okay it's a little scary to me that vcu libraries has better security than the supreme court does
0: on the other hand nia okay, <laughs> apparently the vcu libraries is better than the political science department Because I can print documents through the political science department's computer system, but I also have a printer in my office that I can directly print to, okay, that nobody at VCU can go ahead and monitor.
1: Yeah, we don't have that at the library. Okay. At the library, you have to use your ID card to swipe out the printer so that they know who printed something. And I'm sure that in part, it's because of things like this. It's not this particularly, but it's things like this, the sort of personnel records or stuff that you'd want to. But anyway, so, wow. So basically we have no answers.
0: We have no answers. But one of the other things I wanted to go ahead and point out. Okay. This is a direct quote. Some individuals admitted to investigators that they told their spouse or partner about the draft Dobbs opinion and the vote count in violations of the court's confidentiality rules. Okay. But the interviews provided few leads concerning who may have publicly disclosed the document. In other words, you had clerks and other court personnel all of whom who have to sign a confidentiality agreement, right? This th- this goes back to the Burger Court, early 1970s, right? Right. All right. But apparently, some of these budding lawyers, attorneys, are signing confidentiality agreements without reading them. Without reading them, <laughs> and they're disclosing <laughs> stuff to their partners, their spouses. Okay. And, and they were like, I didn't know that that was wrong. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of sort of like, really, guys? How could you not know? You're working at the Supreme Court, okay? And you're now, I mean, after you finish your clerkship, you're going to go work in some big Wall Street law firm, or you're going to be working in the Justice Department, or you're going to be a law professor, okay? you're you're like one of the superstars, young superstars in the legal community. And you acknowledge that you go that, home after the after the courts you know take an initial you know vote, okay, in these landmark decisions, and you're just spilling the beans.
1: You know i I hear you, but there's a part of me that's like, because that's natural. That's a natural you know you want to talk about it you want to process it with somebody you want to if you have feelings about it one way or another right you want to you want to talk about those feelings about it like i can see i, I don't i'm not saying it's right but i can see where it comes from i can see where that desire to say can you believe hamana 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 right and and so for all we know you tell a spouse who tells a friend who tells a friend who tells politico and yeah. that's the and that's how something gets out although they didn't do that cuz they had the full draft like they had the oh yes it's different than hearsay i'm not sure politico would have published hearsay yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, particularly they went, that, they published that, that an actual
1: document, right? Yeah, like, was
0: that important of a case? Yeah, Yeah.
1: so, mm-hmm. so that I don't, but yeah, it's interesting that they're like, oh, was that a problem? Uh, yes,
0: <laughs> yes,
1: that was a problem.
0: Now. Um, so
1: what are they going to do going forward? Are they going to, uh, are gonna they going to keep investigating, do you think, or are they going to go, oh, well.
0: I think they will continue to investigate, but I think they pretty much have already, you know you know uh, for lack of a better phrase you know um uh you know uh s- s- spend all the goods okay i mean i i you know i i really don't see it would be shocking to me nia if uh in two years um uh, we suddenly uh, know who it was we suddenly know who it was right
1: unless somebody unless somebody decides to write a tell all
0: yeah and, and, book in that, of some kind and in that case that will be like 20 years down the road right it's kind of kind of sort of like when, finding out when they
1: have no career left or they have Yeah,
0: no you know when left we left found left. out who actually was deep throat right uh, who gave the information to woodward and bernstein what was
1: that 40 years after it yeah. happened <laughs> yeah yeah
0: right it was we finally 18. got the name yeah, yeah. um, um yeah. i
1: do so did um did ms Curley have recommendations for things like y'all need to fix the security at the supreme court you need to fix the computers and you need to fix oh yeah i'm assuming all of those sorts of recommendations came out of Yeah, she was attached to this, this report
0: yeah she was pretty critical um i mean she basically went ahead and said that the court's technology was an obstacle to uh identify the leaker um Oh, because
1: they couldn't tell who had printed what? Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, she also went ahead and said um, that the court needed to come up with new procedures in regards to sensitive documents, including limiting the number of hard copies in circulation. Um, because as Nia, as you pointed out, we still have justices. And remember, listeners, <laughs> many of the justices are in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, okay, so for you younger listeners, those, you know, those justices are of a generation to where you print up a hard copy, you edit the hard copy, and then you have a subordinate, okay,
1: make the changes,
0: make the changes, then you okay. print
1: it out again to make sure that again. all the changes got made,
0: that's right, okay, and Curly was very critical of this, very critical, um, she said, uh, "Quote: um, uh, The court should adopt a universal policy on the mechanics of handling and safeguarding draft opinions and court-sensitive documents." Okay, so Nia, if I had to venture a guess, the Supreme Court is going to become more bureaucratic and more, shall we say, security-conscious going forward. Okay. Because John Roberts is a rule follower, and he's going to use Curley's report and basically tell his colleagues, I don't care your preferred method of reading and writing, writing and reading draft opinions. We can't have this happen on my watch ever again. Right. Okay. Right. Because
1: um, it's not like they're going to, they're going to just never hear another controversial case again.
0: Yes. Okay. Um now which maybe know,
1: so maybe some good things will come out of it maybe new sure. computers new system um better better and maybe they can help the justices who are less comfortable with that get comfortable with that sorry you were going to say
0: before we conclude this episode um, and i put this uh in my research notes yeah nia as you well know and for our long-term long-time listeners. Um, you guys are probably aware of this. I'm a Supreme Court watcher. Okay, I've been studying the court. Okay, for you know well over a quarter of a century. Okay, two things came to my mind as I read the uh, Curley report. Okay, one, um, the Curley report said that their standard of evidence was preponderance of the evidence. And Ne and I for, are familiar with the standard of evidence because Nee and I both serve on honor council, you know, hearings, uh, student code of conduct hearings. But for those of you who don't know, the preponderance of the evidence standard is the lowest standard, okay, um, used in courts or hearings, right? And it basically means that the trier of fact, okay. Um, 50% plus one. Right? Right, you know, 50% and a little more of the evidence would suggest okay, this particular outcome or conclusion. Right?
1: right. As opposed to beyond a reasonable doubt, which is which a is much higher highest.
0: which is the highest
1: standard and where you have to show there couldn't have been anyone else who did the thing. Yes. Preponderance is just it's pretty likely Likely. it was this person
0: yeah okay and this suggests to me okay that more than likely Marshall Curley and her team probably had okay some ideas who might have leaked the Dobbs draft opinion but it wasn't enough to satisfy beyond a reasonable doubt okay That's what
1: I was saying earlier. And I agree with you. I think that that's okay. I think that that's probably like, I think they probably know. I think they just don't, they can't prove it. And they, like I said, they don't want to destroy someone's reputation if they happen to be wrong. Like if, yes, because sometimes 50 plus one looks pretty good, but you, you may not have all the evidence Mm -hmm. and you may not know that you've reached a preponderance.
0: And in this particular case, Nia, if they went ahead and identified somebody as the leaker, and that person is, you know, a clerk, you know, as you pointed out, okay, um, their chances of ever being able to practice law completely eviscerated. Right. And they basically become a, you know, a pariah. Okay.
1: Right. No judge is going to have you as a clerk for them again because...
0: Okay, I mean, You're a
1: person who doesn't understand privacy, right? Yeah.
0: This, the, the second observation I have is because the Marshall's report was quite critical about the Supreme Court security procedures, and because a number of the clerks acknowledged <laughs> that they didn't know they couldn't share, <laughs> I think this court's secure documents procedures, okay, will become some of the tightest within federal government. And I would really hate to go through the next groups, then, you know, the next cadre of court clerks orientation. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sounds...
1: be, it's going to be pretty hardcore, because they are going to swing, J-Rob is going to swing them all the way from, hey, we're kind of loosey-goosey to, we're going to need your fingerprint and your eye. You know, like they'll have you hold up those things that do your eye, you know,
0: eye biometric scan. eye bi- scan.
1: Biome- Right. Bi- yeah. Biometric eye scan in order to be able to get in the door to the bathroom. Like it's going to be so hardcore.
0: There's going to be weekly or monthly checks of their phones, oh, emails. Man. Okay. I mean,
1: and you're, and what's even worse for these poor folks is they're going to have to go through compliance training over and over and over. And And for that, we have enormous sympathy for them.
0: Yes, because because they are
1: going to have to go through the ethics compliance training
0: approximately
1: 622 times in the first week that they're
0: there. And listeners, if it sounds like me and I are okay. or, or suffering from like post-traumatic stress in regards to compliance training it's because we oh, work you okay we see you
1: has a new one every couple of months that you have to do right you have to okay
0: and and, and they and they hound us right yeah i mean we get emails okay, department chairs, unit chairs are hounding you. Right. Uh, right. You your need- boss
1: knows whether you've done it or not. And they will say to you, you haven't done your compliance for this year on ethics, or you haven't done your compliance on whatever. And yes. you're like, oh man, I d- it just got away from me. Yeah, but you need to do it today. Like, and then,
0: they and then they start threatening, right? Right. You know, we're going to deny you access to, you know, the VCU, you know, system. And you're just like, Really? Because of some 30-minute ethics (laughs) compliance training? Right,
1: when I don't have any power to be unethical anyway. Yeah, Um, like... I mean, I don't own the contracts at VCU. I totally get why certain people have, but anyway. Oh, that's a whole different question that we won't bring up today because we're not complaining because we love VCU. But but their compliance training regimen is going to be berserk.
0: Yes. I agree with
1: you. And I hadn't even thought about that, but that's pretty funny that they're going to have to go through.
0: And, and normally, I'm not all that sympathetic to Supreme Court clerks because, as, as <laughs> I've pretty cushy. I mean, because once you go ahead and serve as a clerk, you can basically write your ticket in right. the American legal community. Okay. But in this particular instance, I'm so sorry. you and
1: the next three or four cohorts until they swing back to a yes to a more normalized environment because what it has been has been apparently quite open quite last what they're going to do is slam that door so closed that nothing can get through it ever and then it will come back to a place where there's an understanding of human nature but yeah Yeah. you're right it's going to be hard for the next few (laughs) um anyway Thank you, Augie. This is this is an interesting, we'll be interested to see if at some point way in the future, you know, 40 years from now, when we're doing our last podcast, you say, Oh, and by the way, we know who the Dobbs leak was. <laughs> at, but at that point you'll have to remind me all about it because I will have completely forgotten.
0: Yeah, I mean, because I mean, and, and this is how this these things work, right? I mean, if right. you're good, if you're good and good enough to withstand the initial investigation, okay
1: you're gonna get away with it for a while well you're gonna get
0: away for for a while and then at some point you know as you're about ready to retire you're gonna go ahead and say oh yeah by the way folks I that was, was the me. leaker. man <laughs> <Na-na-na-na-na. laughs> that was me and
1: you can and you can find me in the Caymans if you want to yes right? if you want to sue me uh thank you augie
0: thank you neil